Welcome to episode 57 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Yeah, howdy. Howdy, Kyle. How's How are you going? this week? Uh, my week has been good. Mm-hmm. I went to go see Detective Pikachu this morning. Oh, I went yesterday. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a it's, lot. <laughs> it was a very sweet time. Yeah, we'll, I was. It, oh, I was just gonna say we'll talk about that more when we do a reactor core yeah. episode on that. Yeah, I just want to say real quick. Uh, you get a pack of Pokemon cards when you go see this film. My theater and I didn't was, have them. What? Depressing. Oh, no. Maybe it's like they ran out in that day, because I went a Saturday Maybe, yeah. afternoon. Maybe they're they're that hot of a commodity. Maybe. Well, I opened up nice. my cards, and I got a Pikachu, and then I got a Psyduck, and I'm standing in line ahead of this like really talkative like seven-year-old boy, and he's <laughs> telling me all about the super powerful Pokemon that he got. And I'm like, oh, cool, I got a Psyduck. And he's, he's like, oh, that's you can a tell- weak Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to not tell me that, but he's like, oh, Psyduck, he's, well, um, I guess he's cool. You know, Psyduck <laughs> is. Like, he's just not saying anything about it. And I'm like, it's okay. I just think he's cute. I don't care that he's not powerful. <laughs> but Melissa, how dare you not want to be the best? <laughs> like, no one ever was. <laughs> well, somebody has already, so I, it ain't going to be me. I'll just oh, take well. my cute duck. Oh, well. Besides that, my week has been good. Good. Good to hear. Yeah. So, we're here to t- t- talk about Brave. We are. I, it is Mother's Day as we are recording this, so uh-huh. I pitched this as a mother-themed movie. Yeah, and I think it is a good one for yeah. Mother's Day stuff. This was a fun rewatch. I hadn't seen this in a couple years. This is the Pixar film Brave. This came out in 2012. And this was directed by Mark Andrews and Brenda Chapman. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I'm not familiar with who all directed all of the Pixar m- m- movies <laughs> and stuff like that. But was Brenda Chapman one of the first women to direct a Pixar I movie? I believe so, yes. One of, if not the first one, because I saw something about yeah. that on their Wikipedia page. I guess I'm kind of looking at here, mm-hmm. but it didn't really say that exactly. I'm just holding the Blu-ray case, and that's not like a fact they put on a Blu-ray case. Like, yeah, I don't see them doing that. <laughs> Look, it's a lady this time. Put a sticker <laughs> on the box. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, some sometimes you kind of need to. Two <laughs> with the way these these uh companies are run and stuff like mm-hmm. that but uh yeah th- this was good i had s- i had seen this once before and i think it was one that i i watched online somewhere netflix or something i'm not sure mm-hmm. um because i i never saw it in theaters so i just watched that home like oh i guess i never really saw that Pixar film. I'm gonna go watch that one, you know. Yeah. Um, but it it I remembered it being really good, but it never stood out to me. If that makes sense. Yeah, I uh, think that might be what happened to a lot of people. I saw this in theaters. 
I think like somebody got me this Blu-ray like for okay. Christmas that year, the year after. I probably watched it then. And I hadn't watched it since then. And I had fond but like yeah. vague memories of it. And this seems like a middling film to a lot of people. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, I um I was excited to watch it again. Yeah, it was a very pleasant revisit. Should we move on to a like syn- like a short synopsis? Yeah general review stuff absolutely before we do spoilers and all that this takes place in medieval scotland and there's a princess named merida and her mother is trying to groom her to become this great queen this great leader of the kingdom and to be very prim and proper and always putting the community first and part of what she needs to do is that she needs to a choose. Queen must be this. A queen must be that. A queen must exactly. be this too, and that too. A queen must also be this. A, 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 a queen oh, yeah. must There's never an, be. <laughs> an entire montage of that. And the next thing coming up in her future queenly duties is to choose a husband. Well, to have a contest uh, to choose yeah, her husband. I was say, she doesn't really get to choose. The thing is that she doesn't get to choose anything. Three uh, young men from three local clans come to her castle and they are going to compete in a contest to win her favor. She's like, I don't want this. I don't want a husband. Like, you see, they're out there, like, shooting archery for my heart. I'm the best archer around here. I'll be shooting for my own hand. Yeah, well, she finds a a loophole in the stuff and that's how she she gets things mm-hmm. started with that. Gets into an argument with her mother, who's so mad at her for breaking all of this tradition. And she runs off into the woods, and she finds a witch. And she asks the witch, I need a spell to change my fate. I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like my mother is standing in my way, and I need magic to fix this. Yeah. And then the magic spell turns her mom into a bear. (laughs) There you go. Let's, uh, let's... Move on to general thoughts and stuff before we get to too many spoilery stuff. Yeah, I feel like that was not in the teasers, but eventually got out there in the trailers. And like this, I think. I think it's general common knowledge. There's a bear in this movie and the bear is her mom. But we'll stop there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we both mentioned that we had fond memories of watching this, but we had only seen it like once or twice before, but it didn't really stand out. Yeah. Having rewatched it, what are you thinking now? I love the magic fairy tale elements of this so much more. That's something I've always loved. But as I get older, I realize that is really one of my favorite things. Like, I will take fantasy above a lot of other story genres. Okay. Like, I'm a big sci-fi and superhero person but i don't know, fantasy like gets me right that's in my me. like little girl heart superhero one <laughs> yeah that's you and i am too but like this is the oldest genre you this is the earliest genre you get into as a kid or at least it was for me lots of like mm-hmm. fairy tales and princess stories and things Magic like this so, once upon a time there was yeah a... yeah it hits me yeah. so that was it was really good to revisit that like i had I remember liking this movie for those parts, and now that really sticks out to me so much more. Like, what a good, good, fun fantasy tale. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, I, I think I might describe it as a return to 
Disney's roots, but with a new twist. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you look at the older Disney films, yeah, they do rely heavily on fantasy style mm-hmm. stuff and princesses and knights and castles yeah. and just this kind of magical stuff there. And this returns to that kind of genre. Yeah, and this twists all of that mm-hmm. on its head. And this is a Pixar movie, but because of their um, connection, their collaboration with Disney, Merida is one of the official Disney princesses. Yeah. You know, she's up there with like Snow White and Cinderella and Belle and Jasmine and all of them all throughout the years. I more recently saw her in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, in nice. She, she, well, I, I guess I saw her in the like trailers and commercials because I haven't seen either of I those. I haven't seen that one yet either. I that oh you never saw the original Kyle. I, I saw bits and pieces. <sighs> we gotta get to this. I haven't seen the sequel yet, but Wreck It Ralph is one of my favorite Disney movies like post childhood. Cool. It's such a good one. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I really liked this too. I think I'm more interested in kind of the the magic and mythology. Yeah. But it's also something that they don't really talk about in in this film like yeah, they like, have that whole like will of the wisp kind of mm-hmm. hey here's this magical creature that at least here in america we don't really hear much about mm-hmm. um that that that's more of an like irish guy i don't even know uh i'm somewhere around my ass the here now, british but, isles yeah. i think yeah <laughs> um yeah like it it is this mythological kind of creature of legend magical being kind of thing and i i i like that i i mm-hmm. i want Good. more of that in yeah in the magic is really there to service the character journey and like once they figure out magic stuff is happening they don't really like stop and talk about it at all yeah um so i i think for me after having rewatched it again i would still say it's 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 a great film. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that I love about it, um, which we'll get into in a sec here. But I I think it's also fantastic in just how short it is. It's an hour yeah, and a it's, half. Yeah, it's a very efficient story. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is something I I I watched this on my computer and I happened to like hit the mouse while I was watching it. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm halfway through. I was like, oh, nice. Like, I like yeah. it, this seems short, but, you know, there's mm-hmm. not there's not going to be much more to this. Um, and, yeah, like, it's not one that's like, oh, this was really sh- short and it felt rushed. It, it felt like. It doesn't. No. No. It like it, it, it feels like they knew exactly the story they wanted to tell and mm-hmm. took out everything that didn't really necessarily matter. Mm-hmm. That made sense, and like you said, it was just very efficient. Yeah. Uh, should we get to housekeeping and spoilers? Yeah, I think a a a good queen keeps a clean house. Yes. There you go. Uh, housekeeping, Melissa. We just released a brand new Patreon exclusive episode yes. of the review show. Speaking of fairy tale fantasy stories, we talked about Shrek retold which is a YouTube project where a ton of different artists got together and redid Shrek. It's mostly animated. It's like 70-30 animated to live action bits. Uh, but they covered, it's the exact same story of Shrek that you know, 
but just different styles, different interpretations. Yeah, like all the same dialogue is there, all the music is there, but it's mm-hmm. all covered by all of these people, just like however they feel about Shrek, like chopped up into little tiny frenetic bits is up there on the screen. It's a wild ride. Yeah, sure. it's it's weird and really heartwarming that all the people came together to make this thing. Patreon supporters at the $3 mm-hmm. tier can go check that out, as well as our other exclusive episodes of the review show we have a couple of those now we got batman beyond and x files and shrek retold (laughs) what a variety of things (laughs) exactly um so that would be patreon.com slash the whatnots that's where Mm -hmm. you can support us or at the one dollar tier you can get access to the live streams of Mm -hmm. this show um and all of our other episodes early uh on the regular review show last yeah. week we covered castle rock mm-hmm. a hulu original show based on uh characters and settings of stephen king mm-hmm. uh, which was an interesting one to watch and to talk about highly recommend yeah. going to check that out uh what did we talk about on the captain's log this uh, past week was, you, you, uh, had a, you, you had an incredible story <laughs> Yeah, we covered like a little bit of pop culture news of the week for a while. And then because it was our 50th episode, I, I dragged out one of my favorite wild <laughs> suburban tales to tell the audience. Joshua Castle has a bad day. <laughs> I think I, I, yeah, <laughs> I think that about sums it up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's about me driving into a fancy neighborhood and encountering a very strange man. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, that is uh, about all the housekeeping we have For now, go check out all of our other podcasts on thewhatnots.com or wherever you get your podcast. Just search The Whatnots and all of our stuff will pop up right there. Um, I guess I should also say we have an end game spoiler cast. We do, yeah. We haven't recorded it yet, but we will have a Detective Pikachu one. Yeah, we're hitting all the big blockbusters this year. Yeah, so that will be on our Reactor Core podcast so go check that out as well but melissa i think it's time for spoilers let's get on in let's yeah. talk about the bear and even more beyond the bear there you go <laughs> did, yeah did I, you get a chance remember- to go look at the new spoiler alert thing that we have now i have not yet you should it's on i'll YouTube have to do that i'll do that one. later i'll do that later tonight yes cool yeah so we are in spoiler territory right mm-hmm. now. Uh, if you haven't seen this film, go check it out. I I don't think it's on Netflix or Hulu, um, but I could. Yeah, be I wrong owned about it, that. so I didn't need to go looking for it. Yeah. But if you just wait, you know, handful more months, Disney it'll be Plus. on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really look forward to our, having that as a resource. Our our podcast like a year down down the road yeah like, i remember that movie brave i'm gonna Hello. watch it again and listen to their episode Hello to the future yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly speaking of time travel i i remember when this movie came out i had a tumblr blog at the time where i was obsessed with cartoons i was mm-hmm. really into animation in college not from an actual like like i don't draw i wasn't doing it and I wasn't studying it like real hard, like an art historian or anything like that. But I just found the whole thing generally fascinating. 
And I remember following, you know, the path of this movie as it was coming out because I would have been blogging about stuff like that during this time. And I remember the teaser trailers. It looked like, oh, it's just a bear she has to fight. And then, it, you know, as more trailers came out and more promotional things, it's pretty apparent. Oh, she wants her mom to be different. And there's a bear. It seems like the bear is her mom. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I, I can put this ahead of the spoiler warning. I think that's general knowledge. Everybody knows that about this movie. I mean, technically, the movie's been out for a long time, so I yeah, think all spoilers are kind of out there already. Um, but yeah, she kind of has an argument with her mom, and that's things escalate, mm-hmm. and uh, M- 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 Merida ends up slashing this quilt uh, perfectly <laughs> along the line between her and her mom. Uh, like literally perfectly because it's like right where they are holding it. You're, you're such and a boy. That's not a quilt. It, it, you, know, you know what? It's a tapestry, okay? It is a tapestry. It's, a it's quilt is little pieces me. of fabric all sewn together. That's straight needlework on what there. What do you think fabric is made out of? It's made out of like all the yarn and needle and thread and stuff like that. <laughs> Now, if she made that, all and then squares she made, are rectangles, like... not all rectangles are squares. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> if she made that and then 11 others and then stitched all of them together, you'd call that a quilt. <laughs> all 30,000 pieces of fabric, just individual <laughs> threads. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that's c- kind of what starts the, the mm-hmm. rift. It is this symbolic moment of, yeah. oh, there is this literal rift bet- between mother and daughter. Yeah, uh, and you can tell it's this tapestry that the mom has been working on forever because Merida has these three, like, triplet little brothers who in the movie look like they're about, I don't know, like three or four, and they're like little babies in the tapestry. Mm-hmm. And Merida looks much younger so the mom has been slowly working at this for years and is like almost done and then merida slices right through it and it looks like it's it's expensive too because it looks like it has like gold weaved in there somehow yes so uh and as a result i i i guess the mom also kind of punishes her and burns the bow that she has merida's like, she's all about archery. Like, her dad's, mm-hmm. like, this big swaggering warrior king, and he gives her a little toy bow, and she's a little kid, and she really takes to it. And so when she's mad about castle life and she needs to go out and escape, she takes her bow and arrow with her. Did did she ever get a new bow later on? Uh, the mom does fish it out of the fire, and it looks like it's salvageable, I think. I don't remember exactly i i have a feeling like she didn't but again we mentioned this movie is very efficient maybe they thought that was one of the things that okay it doesn't really yeah or maybe like there there. is a shot of it and that was the time both of us just looked away from the screen to say like hey what time is it (laughs) exactly (laughs) we very easily could have missed it um because i i i i I think that's one thing that maybe could have been in in this Mm -hmm. film um if they are trying to mend things they do focus only on that tapestry and not this like hey i got your i commissioned the the, mm-hmm. the wood carver uh maybe not the same one that is the the witch in this but like hey mm-hmm. we i i somehow made you a new 
bow. You helped me fix yeah. the tapestry. I helped you fix your yeah. bow. There, there was no thing on the mother's part. It seemed like ah. Uh, so I mean, the, ta- the, the 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 mom didn't really do anything wrong except just be a mom. Like she just wants the best, and in like and she's the mom is very very rigid. Like yeah. you have to be a princess and a princess is these things. You don't get to do your own version. You don't get to reinvent yourself. You don't get to have quirks. You need to be a textbook storybook princess. Yeah. And, um, one thing I really like about this movie, I thought I kept thinking of this as like a middle point between Aladdin and Moana. Okay. How so? Yeah. In the way they treat what a princess does and a princess in and in Moana, it, it, she is a chieftain. It's the equivalent of a princess, but like chieftain is the word used in her culture. Sure. Like the role. I'll just go ahead and keep saying princess, though, just for the sake of efficiency. But I know she's a chieftain. That is the point <laughs> of it. The the role a princess has in her community and what she means to the people. Like I remember I loved Aladdin when I was a little kid. And one of the big uh, conflicts in that is that you know, Princess Jasmine, you have to get married, you know, and for the people and, you know, to be a princess means to get married. And it's all of this. Well, you have to do this because it's expected of you, but there's very little of, okay, who's expecting this? Like, what did the, you know, commoners of Agrabah think about what she's doing? Like, if she gets married or not, how does that affect them? What is her role in the larger community, not among just this like legacy of a princess has always done this. Like what role does she play in the larger world? And brave opens that up a little bit more beyond just like sort of courtly traditions. It's like she has to play a role among the community. Like she has to be a, a speaker. She has to learn to unite people. She has to learn about the different clans and how they all cooperate with each other. And Aladdin is all about like, well, you have to get married. And she's like, I don't want to marry him, but I'll marry another guy. And Brave is all about, you have to get married. And she's like, I don't want to get married. And you move forward to Moana and she's very community focused. Like that's a big thing of that movie is that she Mm -hmm. needs to find out what's the best thing for her people. And you see her doing all these different tasks, like, you know, negotiating disputes and like, you know, helping with the kids you know, on the island and helping with the agriculture. Like she's a real leader in that community. Yeah. And when she goes out, you know, on the water after they've lived on the island the whole time, it's because, well, we need to find new islands. We need to find new places to fish and to grow. And it's also gone from you have to marry someone. You're going to marry a different guy, too. You have to marry someone okay, you can't marry, you don't have to marry anyone right now. You can pick someone later to Moana where it's not brought up at all. The fact that, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. she will or won't get married. It's entirely, oh, like she could rule on her own. Like she's the chieftain no matter her marital status. Yeah, it's true. I I just think it's interesting how the idea of a princess has grown a lot, like throughout the Disney and its affiliated it's series of films. Yeah. They still have a ways to go, but I, mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, they, that's mainly just because they have such a back catalog of like, it was always basically this one way, this very yeah. pale uh, mm-hmm. thing, you know? Um, yeah. That I, I think is an interesting 
point. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with what you said. This is like a real head turn on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It, we're like, there's, and I feel like that is a classic kind of fairy tale thing. Like, there is a contest to decide who shall get the princess's hand. That's it old. Me a lot of Robin Hood. When oh, I was the archery say... contest, and she comes up <laughs> looking, you know, in in the in, in the, the bird costume hood. There, yeah. I was gonna say it reminded me of Holes. Do you remember that story? You know Holes, right? Everybody in, in our age group knows Holes. holes. Okay, you remember there's a story about his great-great-grandfather and how he yeah. wanted to marry the beautiful girl in the village, but the girl was really dumb, and, like, the dad offers, okay, girl, which of these two suitors do you want to marry? And she's like, oh, I don't know, you pick. And the dad's like, okay, well, I don't care either. Whichever one of you has the fatter hog, whichever one of you has the larger pig that I can bring to market... <laughs> Yeah. You get to have my daughter's hand. Who can I make the most money off of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that kind of contest for yeah. a love. The contest for a marriage is like a very old kind of folktale fairy tale thing. And yeah. this is, uh, I don't know, I can't name any other stories off the top of my head where the the prize says, no, I'm also a competitor. And, and I'm the best at it by a thousand miles. It's an interesting <laughs> twist uh, where she she's like, wait, I'm the first bo- born of the clan. That yeah, I can I like compete. Loophole. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I think I, I, I already mentioned her not necessarily getting a new bow, but I, I think they make a big deal of her being this fantastic archer. Yeah, and then it d- doesn't really come into play in like the l- last two thirds of the film. It would have been nice to have like a coda on there, or even just like her mom decides she's going to give it a try. Like, okay, well, I'm you know I tried to teach you needlepoint at some time. Can, can you try to teach me archery? The original title for this movie, the working title for it for a long time, was "The Bear and the Bow." Huh. Bear and the Bow. <laughs> Do you remember that movie Little Brother, I believe it was called? Or no. Brother Bear? Yes, that one. Brother yeah. Bear. <laughs> that also reminds me a lot of this film because it's a very similar that story. That was also a man turned into a bear. Yeah. That's a movie I saw once and I think it was while I was sick. So my memories of it are, are real unreliable. That one, I think even more people didn't see or forgot about yeah he's actually really funny or at least it was to me like 15 years ago however long (laughs) it was yeah yeah i I I was like this movie's so underrated you guys should go check it out it's hilarious the the canadian moose oh yeah they were charming they were great (laughs) um but yeah i it, it it just it I I think once I had seen this, it it struck me as odd of like I've seen almost the same plot kind mm. of happen where they have to like reconnect to each, each uh, 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 other and that will bring them back to their human thing. I don't remember exactly what the plot of Brother Bear was, but it's a similar thing. I, yeah, I think they both get turned into 
bears in that one or something. No, isn't it like there's a guy who's a hunter and he has a brother and a bear kills his brother and then he feels like vengeance for the bear, not realizing like, well, you guys were showing up trying to hunt them. Like the bear, it is the bear's right and natural way to kill your brother if the bear feels like it needs to kill I your don't brother. Remember, because it, it was like a Native American Indian kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like um, yeah, it was or like a First Nations story up in Canada. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it was Canadian based, yeah. or maybe those two moose just like traveled real far and they're in like or, or, you yeah, know it was just South right Dakota there on, on somewhere. The, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, a long journey. So let's let's see here. Let's speaking of bears. Yes. That is a big plot point in the film. How mm. how did you feel about the whole I guess kind of backstory about this other prince bear thing that got yeah. turned into a bear? How how did that factor in for you? What did you think of that? I completely forgot about that part of the movie. I did too. Like, I think I remembered there was, like, an enemy bear out there, but I forgot, like, that was also a person cursed who lost all of their humanity and is now just this vengeful super bear running around out there. I was, like, genuinely surprised again watching this, which was (laughs) a really neat thing to happen to me. Like, I forgot all about this. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of thought that they almost glossed over it. I, I I was a little disappointed that it wasn't in there more or at, at least um, didn't have a moment at the start of the film where it, I felt like it was more prevalent. Like we, we, we see we see the whole thing of like, hey, there's this bear that atta- mm-hmm. attacks. That's how the father loses the leg and stuff like yeah. that. But down the road in the film when they discover that like underground cave site mm. yeah it's like in a, a like I the ruins of a stone castle yeah they they make it's like oh this is like the story you used to tell me and stuff like that and i was like i don't remember a story that you used to like it just it no like, like you don't remember that part this I is mean, when like they, they mention it but like I, I i i felt like it wasn't mentioned enough for it to like stick with me I think it, I think they mentioned it enough. I don't know. Maybe I just have a sharper memory than you or something. Was, but I like, know, I was just like, I don't know who these brothers are and why no, one that of them was got the turned story. into you the don't, bears. Like, you I, don't remember the story. Like, no, I, and like, it actually. Well, like I said, I remember them mentioning that, but it was not enough for it to like not a stick mention. With I think me. they talk about it for like three solid minutes out of a ninety-minute film. So that's which, which kind is not of a much. lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not not much. <laughs> I think especially cuz when they introduce that story you don't know that's a plot point yet. So I think if they yeah. told a longer story then that would telegraph that too strongly to you and maybe you wouldn't get that surprise at the end. I I feel like it was measured out pretty pretty appropriately. Maybe and it's, another thing. It's my whole thing of just like wanting more magic and stuff in there. Like I if she found the magic. like she yes. she obviously believes in this magical mm-hmm. stuff, right? Like she doesn't question this wood carver's abilities once she finds mm-hmm. her. She just goes, "Oh, you're a witch." And just like immediately is like, "I knew it." Like, "Haha, magic is real." You know. 
but th then yeah there, there's no like investigation in, into like hey is is this bear still out there it's been a long time maybe this this whole story about this guy being turned into a bear or be no or but like see that's the thing okay so they know that there were the four brothers the kingdom was split mm -hmm. among the four brothers the one brother like got power hungry tried to like attack his fellow brothers and then that sort of made the society crumble and then yeah. like the that's where these clans like the clan she is royalty of had to rise up out of that yeah and i think it's told that like you know he became like dark and monstrous but it's not until she like sees the bear in the castle and i think maybe she remembers the the wood carving witch saying like oh you know the last person who came to me asking for this was a guy who wanted all of this power that she figures out oh oh he turned into a literal bear this wasn't all like metaphorical you know parable yeah. storytelling that's him that's what happened yeah i like that which like, i like all, that part of the story I, I i'm i'm not saying that the stuff didn't connect it all connected mm -hmm. and it's all there but i i yeah i just because you were just one of the lego pieces to be bigger a little you bit you want to have to keep I, connecting I feel the like, two parts to each other i feel like 10 or 15 more minutes of this film just to like kind of pad some of that stuff out i think for me would have made it um not not necessarily more enjoyable but flow a little bit better like like we said it's very efficient and tightly packed yeah. and I, I i think that's not necessarily a bad no thing. um but it's yeah it's just like i i i feel, I feel like one or two more mentions and, and another exploration of the magical mythical stuff happening here i feel like would have made things fit just a little bit better yeah, I, Maybe. I mean, oh, I can I can see where you're coming from, and I mentioned earlier that the once she finds out magic is real, and once the rest of the family finds out magic is mm -hmm. real, it's like, well, okay, well, back to us being a family then. And I, I don't know, I kind of like that. It serves a purpose in the story for sure. Like this is about you know, self-actualization and, right. you know, the realizing that your family comes from that same place that you do and just sort of building stronger bonds with each other. It's not really about like the discovery of the wonders of the world so much. So I get yeah. why they just move on from the magic. And I kind of like, I love that like mother and daughter are making a tapestry of Merida and bear mom at the end. I, <laughs> I'm really entertained by the idea that this like, tremendous magical event is just like a fun family backstory they'll tell at like holiday parties yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, ah, remember <laughs> when i was a bear <laughs> i um, like that it's just there like i love the fantasy element but i love that it is always there to serve this family story yeah and i i, I think ultimately that's what they knew this story was yeah. it is this family story it is this mother and daughter story coming of age like mm -hmm. un understanding oh okay now i know why you want me to be the way you are yeah um but I, I, I'm also a huge fan. Like, I really, really love great world building. And yeah. I, 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 I think at the end of the day, that's what it was for me. It's so tightly knit around this one story that I don't get much of the world mm. around them. 
Yeah, I I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah, like I wanted to learn a lot more about, like I said, there's more of it in this movie than there has Mm -hmm. been in princess movies up to this date. But really, what is your role in the community? Like, what else do you do? What are these other communities like? And, you know, there's not a ton of that that they can pack into like 90 minutes. But I would have liked to have seen an example of, or even just like the mother talking about like, well, when I was your age, this was the contest that your dad won to, you know, get to marry me. And yeah. the other suitors, boy, they were weird. I'm glad your dad won. You know, yeah, that guy. They played ping man. pong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I would, I wanted to learn more about the culture of the thing. And it's such a small, like tight knit story the whole time. There's oh, I did really want to learn more. Like, Two, three, like three or four locations. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Which I mean, again, I I really like how tight and compact yeah. this story is. I I wish a lot more stories were like that. It's just it's just one of those things. Like because it's that way, it cut out something else that I knew I would have really liked. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always been a person that can sit down for a longer movie but i think this is exactly as long as it should be for the audience it's going for like it's exactly at child attention span length and no longer so i i i I have a really weird not 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 even nitpick this is just something that Uh i want to know if you noticed okay um this is again such a really, really uh-huh. weird thing. Did did you think that their mouths did not fit the animation style at all? When for some reason, huh. when I was watching it, it seemed like their mouths were more two D than the rest of everything else. Oh no, I didn't see this at all. I I, I feel like I'm crazy with I, this, but Well, you you are an artist, you are a visual person, and I watched this on just like a 36-inch TV, which ain't that big of a TV nowadays. And you watch this on a computer screen like dire- like this far away from your face. Man, it's all it's like a 27. It's you're... the one I'm on, right? Oh boy. Now. Yeah, it's like so an arm's length. You can away. see everything so much better than me watching like a 36-inch from across the room. I get why you would have picked up on it, but nah, I wasn't following that like, at all. It, this is just it's it's a weird thing that I saw, and it's like I don't know if I did see it or if that's actually what was <laughs> going on. Or if There's I'm just crazy, timing errors. So so let me explain. It's not timing. It's okay. not. It's not that the audio was off sync okay. or, or stuff like that. Um, but obviously Pixar animation is always fantastic. It's yeah. beautiful. Um, and I mean just just look at the way they animated uh, Merida's hair. It's it's a mess, yeah. and it's fantastic, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um. But it looked like all the characters were 3D. They moved in three-dimensional, like, environments and stuff like that. But it looked like their mouths were flat. When they opened their mouths, it did not look like there was depth, like, going into their mouth. And so I'm one, like, in the back of my mind, my tinfoil hat was, was, (laughs) was on. I'm sitting there. I wonder if they have some system of animating this. To make Where it the look, mouths are yeah. done separate and they plug the mouth on later yeah. like it's a Mr. Potato Head? Kind of. <laughs> I, but I, 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what I, I was smoking or whatnot, but <laughs> yeah, I was just like, huh, I think their mouths are flat. <laughs> but I apparently you did not pick up on that, so I am crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no not at all <laughs> all right so then something else that i want to talk mm -hmm. about then uh character design especially between the males and the females the men and the women mm -hmm. here uh I, I i i don't know if i've come to a con conclusion of why they they did what they did but mm -hmm. all of the men in this are very very much like caricatures they, like they are they have like oh, yeah. very very elongated heads or very very puffed out ch ch chest with tiny arms and it's just this like over the top cartoony caricature of these mm -hmm. i guess you could say stereotypes but then the women which there's the, there's not very many i think there's what three women in this most movie? mostly yeah Maybe it there's was a just kind couple of, like, of them in the back crowd, yeah it, but... it's kind of like it makes sense for the plot like if it's like yeah. we are sending our young lads to go and try to and court fight, the yeah. princess it's like them and like their dads and like their brothers and uncles all, and cousins all like the manly men it's yeah, it's kind of a boys' party, like for a logistic reason. So, like, yeah. you don't miss the fact but that it's kind of light on the ladies. The, the the three women that they do have in this: the mm -hmm. co queen, the princess, and then the like maiden are and, a and, lot more. And the and the, the witch. So I guess there's four. yeah, the the witch. There's four. Um, they're uh, with the exception of the witch, they are a lot more realistic looking yeah they're not necessarily realistic they are still cartoony mm -hmm. in 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 certain aspects but they are a lot more realistic and so i'm i'm wondering if there was some kind of purpose or metaphor to that. i don't think so i think that's something that has happened in animation a lot just the sort of hesitance to make a lot of female characters very exaggerated especially like main leads I I, f I feel like, well, yeah, sure, especially in main leads. But I feel like there's a number of Disney movies where there are women that are the, this more caricature stuff. Whether it's Cruella Deville or it's the sisters um, from God, what I am my mind is doing one of those things where it can't remember something that I should absolutely remember. Were They're, they villains? Are you thinking yes, about the um sisters Cinderella's of, sisters? The the what? Cinderella's sisters? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um where I like Yeah, I, caricature is for like caricature is for antagonists. I think this is a very old usually. school thing where like the protagonists and like the ladies whose side we're supposed to be on are supposed to be a little bit prettier and i think that's something that they've been trying to work on like okay we gotta like make them as exaggerated and stretchy and rubbery and like as physically comedic as any of the male counterparts but then do can can we think of any like male protagonists that were also more caricature stuff oh I mean, I'm I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking uh, of like again Roger from 101 Dalmatians with his big 
yeah and like you think about the the recent princes like you look at Kristoff next to anna and he's got like a lot like sort of broader more like interesting quirky features or you look at like even like you know flynn flynn rider next to rapunzel yeah yeah like i i i i see or i feel like i see maybe i'm completely wrong here but i feel like i see more uh like yeah i i guess just more men being this caricature thing regardless of of if they're uh protagonist or an antagonist yes yes um but yeah, then when you get one where the woman is front and center, I feel like I feel like it was on purpose. I mean, I guess you could say Merida's hair is kind of yeah, a like that's the work that she gets. Yes, and then even like that's know. the defining feature for her mom. Also, is that she has these like long, like in almost impossibly long, like these two braids going down the back of her head. They're just like mm-hmm. so tightly wound. Like, that's where their cartoony element gets to come in, whereas the dad is so, like, snaggled and, like, war-bitten, and he's all, like, yeah. notched up. Yeah. His nose goes out, like, a foot from his face, you know. Which, I mean, it it, it might, what I, I guess what I, I was trying to investigate there might not actually be a thing, but... I think that's something I I do remember reading about, that there is a tendency to have more exaggerated male characters and more, like, very traditional, straightforward-looking female characters. Um, Except for if they have to play, like, a really exaggerated role, like the villainous. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense, but I'm, I'm almost, like, I think in this film in particular, it adds to this kind of uh royalty i guess i guess royalty of just this like you need to be a princess you need to be this very conventional like thing and they they put her in that that. the the outfit with all the it looked like they had something tied around her neck and the top Mm -hmm. of her head and she had the corset on and she's like yeah it's like a bonnet that goes around the entirety of your head and it it like it they make her to look more conventional and she's just Mm -hmm. like i I freaking hate this thing. Like, yeah, he he knows. But like, besides, I guess her not being that traditional mm-hmm. princess, she is a lot less of a caricature um, than maybe what I might expect from. Because she she especially mm-hmm. since this is like a t- turn on its head. Like, I would expect her to be more of a not prim and proper mm-hmm. looking. Okay. <laughs> Character. Maybe? No, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know, um, like, Disenchanted, for instance. Like, that okay. princess is an unconventional princess, but she also looks like she's got kind of, like, a gap in her teeth. She's, like, she acts wild, and she looks a little goofy, too, to go along with it. Whereas Merida is, again, except for the crazy hair, just a lot more straightforward-looking. Yeah, because I mm. I know in a lot of recent uh, just films in, in in general the whole like hey we would like to see more body positive representation mm. and different types of body types and and 
stuff like that and i i i i I think that's fantastic but yeah i also kind of just want like make i i i don't know if in this sense caricature is the best word yeah exactly like make more quirky looking characters because i i think that gives us something to latch on to yeah like i'd be fine if the you know the entire cast is skinny ladies if they're varieties of skinny and like maybe you know like their their shoulders are at different angles or their hips are at different angles or you know anything like that yeah like playing with variety beyond just like an extreme physical types yes yeah like i i i i want some that has uh yeah just like they are the big frozy hair but to the point where like that is all of them (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like they they like it is a body type yes yeah exactly like that i think that would be really funny i think seeing female characters that looked um more like the what was like um more or like, like the, the, uh, the 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 three brother or the not are they no yeah, they're not are three little brothers br- no i'm not not them the three clan oh, leaders the three fellow the, the other clan leaders, leaders. So, yeah, one with that like really skinny face and just yeah. like wildly messy black hair and then yeah the like broom hilda type of like she yeah. is ginormous yeah. and she can like fight just as well as that like yeah. show me her where where is she you know <laughs> just like i i want to see all of those t- 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 types yeah not just the yeah. there was like the maid of the castle who was like uh like she was bigger arrested b- 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 but mm-hmm. like not to an extent where it was like this it- is a cartoon of that, yeah she's not or, jessica you know. rabbit yeah yeah so who knows i i want to talk about her for a second because there's <laughs> she is this very like large woman yeah. not in that she's like all of her frame she's a bigger gal to begin with she's thick but like yeah yes yes <laughs> and she's got quite a chest on her and that's kind of like it's never sexualized, but it's kind of played as something slightly goofy. Like, so this is a very frantic character. She's very nervous. She's the one who's always catching it's... all the weird stuff going on around the castle. And she's sort of nervous and flustery. And the comedy is that, like, you know, she's just got a lot of extra stuff to just sort of flail and jiggle around while she's running in a panic. Like, yeah, it kind of plays it, into it, the it, physical just the comedy way, the, of her. The way she, 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 she's she got walks, this, like, she has this bounce. Her little steps and she bounces. Yeah, I thought that, I kind of liked that they're like, okay, let's use breasts for something other than sexualization. Like, it let's enhance, like, these other features of her character with these. Yeah. And... Kyle, have you ever been to a Renaissance fair? I have not. Well, you're missing out. So I'm watching this movie. And I'm like, this is, you know, even understanding that it isn't for like any kind of adult purpose at all. It's just like a genuinely very interesting, like artistic body study and like the way that body moves. Yeah. Like there's a lot of this. But then the Renaissance times, the medieval times, as far as I can understand them from Renaissance fairs, were all about cleavage. Oh, you yeah. go to a Renaissance fair, it's, it's all like how small tight, waist push yes, up, like how tight can the bodice be? How like horizontal as just like a cleavage shelf can I get my <laughs> chest? Seriously, 
It's we all shelf. over the place. <laughs> That's the point of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? It ain't inaccurate. That is that is true. Yeah. And, and then like they, they go, go as far as like when Merida is locked up in the in the mm -hmm. like <laughs> in when she's locked up in her room in the castle mm -hmm. and uh, the three little brothers are out to get the key. She's like, well, what do I do with the key? Oh, stick it in my shirt because they can't mm -hmm. get, get at it there, but they don't yeah. care. <laughs> no, no, that means nothing to them. Yeah, <laughs> they will scamper right into that, you know, which that they, lady they, in waiting cleavage to get they, that key. Which is really funny because, yeah, they don't sexualize her like the way she walks and just her yeah, like nobody's bounce. Nobody's looking at her but like in, she's not being ogled. The only person looking at her is her, us, the audience. Yeah, in in that scene, it's it's really funny that the b boys like have to like dive in from a bum bum yeah, it's bum. almost it's like, a, weird a thing, like he's diving in like, dissension <laughs> thing yeah it's really funny but then it's one of those things where they don't show it and it's off screen no. so it's like all right yeah. cool cool you know we 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 know what mm. happened we uh, 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 understood but she her her character is really funny yeah. where she has that scene where she's just yeah, she, she's at one speed and it is nervous the whole time. It's yeah. great. And there's a lot of this being a Scottish film. There are kilt jokes in it also. Yeah. And like at the end when this magic wears off the mom and off the three little boys who the spell also got, you know, passed on to them. They are all naked when they come out of the spell, which makes sense. And mm -hmm. it's I like that fine, fine layer of bodiness over this movie. Because, again, that feels maybe this is inaccurate. You know what? No, it ain't. Because you think about Shakespeare. Shakespeare's all dirty jokes the oh, entire yeah. time. That's what that guy was about. Exactly. You go to uh, so I was thinking like, well, I go to the Renaissance Fair and the Renaissance Fair is really bawdy. And I who knows if that's historically accurate, but that's what people know about it now. And I'm like, well, if we're basing it off, you know, the bard there. Yeah, those were just dirty times. And now the representations of them now are dirty times, but like fun, dirty times. And this being, a, you know, a family friendly movie for children it does not go. This is far tamer than any Renaissance fair I've gone to. Oh, yeah. But it's still just like this fine, fine dusting of bodiness over the top of it. We're just like, haha, butts, delightful. That, <laughs> oh, that I like and that I think is handled well enough. Did, yeah. Did you notice in the back around of the, the scene where the one guy lifts up this kilt and he's like, take a look at that. In the mm -hmm. back around, there's a, a family with t two kids and the kids see it and they're like, Ugh, like what in the world? And the mom was like, "Don't look at that." <laughs> yeah, I did spot that. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> they, 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 they have some some good comedy in the Pixar yeah. films. Yeah, this is. Oh, I wouldn't call it the funniest of it, but it is. It's very warm-hearted and delightful, like through and through. I think the funniest part of the whole thing is like the witch and her crow. I yeah. love how. I love how weird that gets. I like how the crow like never gets up to the status of like 
Iago or any other like wisecracking sidekick. He just throws out a couple lines. Like he's not supposed to be a character. He's supposed to talk like just throw out some chatter every once in a while to just sort of unsettle you. It's mm-hmm. not like what talking animal character. It's like, why is that animal talking? Animals aren't supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I eventually hear one who talk talk a little bit. At least mention the whole like Pixar th- theory thing. I did watch I don't a know video about get, this. I don't know if we want to get into that yet. Did you have <sighs> um, anything else that you wanted to talk uh, about with this film? Just just another nod to how much I love this magic. I love when magic like transforms a space. Like I mm-hmm. like Merida finds this little witch's hut, and it's the wood carving hut to begin with. And then the witch is like, oh, okay, you want a spell? Well, here, follow me out. And she fall and like they step out and the witch says, you never cast where you carve. And she like casts a spell or knocks on the door and does something. And she opens the door back in and it's a completely different space. <laughs> I always love stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's... this felt so like it hit a lot of very classic kind of folklore, like witchy stuff, but it felt really so let's, fresh. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the witch mm-hmm. then and her her whole thing there so obviously she has these magical powers she can make the the broom do its own own thing That's while great too. You, you know she can make animals t- 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 talk which is what, 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 what i'm assuming she did with the crow um and she can turn people into animals and stuff like that she has this obsession with bears yes which is something again we'll mention once we get to the pixar theory thing but i i kind of find that strange i understand it in the sense that like theme like thematically with this mm-hmm. movie like the mother gets turned into a bear the, the guy that came before mm-hmm. them asking for this he gets turned into a bear but i'm assuming she's been been, been a witch for a lot longer than that and yeah that she did like she doesn't really seem to have a personal stake in either of the families and so i just found her obsession with like i'm just gonna carve all of these bears really strange yeah it is interesting you do wonder because we were only given those two instances of her magical ability we mm-hmm. don't know what else does she do? Like, again, to reference another uh, the princess film, Ursula has a reputation for helping people. Ariel is definitely not the first person to come to her. She's not the second person. There's a litany of other right. people who have come to her asking for some sort of great prize or, you know, great benefit to them at a cost. And it's general enough that she's reused it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. What this witch does seems a little specific like we're we've got the two instances of her magic beyond just like the little things she does around her hut, and it's turning people into bears. What yeah. else does she do? Why does she do that? It, uh, are all of her spells bear related? What role does she play in the community? Is she from a clan? You know, does she have friends? What are her connections? Do she have allies? Does she have enemies? Exactly. She's just this weird force out there, and she disappears to somewhere 
yeah, it's 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 another one of those things where it's just like it's mentioned, it happens, and then they move on. Yeah, there's this is a movie that doesn't really stop and ask questions because it it has its sights on this family relationship, and it's not really doing anything outside of that is, family relationship. Do do you by chance off the top of your head? Do you happen to know if bears are like in a important symbol in scottish mythology i really don't know like i don't know like the natural fauna of that area i guess they must have bears but like i don't know if that's like the most prolific animal around there bears in scottish mythology (laughs) mythologies and folklores of bear that's not going to give me anything specific to hmm Scottish mythology, though. Yeah, I am kind of curious, like, why a bear and not anything else? Yeah. Because it seems like the whole thing, okay, the bear seems to only come from this witch and not from anywhere else. Like, I don't know if there's a, a... I like I don't know if there's any importance or any significance given to a bear throughout this movie that does not have to do with some development of that witch like the you know they've got like bears you could say that yeah like it all kind of, except for you know there might be like a hunting trophy or two on the back on the king's wall but like yeah i mean it's i i think the bear obviously does re- represent this like big feat of like i took down a yes, bear i yes. am strong i am a man um but yeah i i i I think we don't really need to think long and hard about uh, Merida, that. It's just like, okay, Merida yeah, that's has a big this thing. Necklace. Merida has this necklace, and it's like part of the princess outfit that her mom dresses her up in before this, you know, mm-hmm. feats of strength from all the clan boys, the boys from the various visiting clans that are there to, like, fight for her honor and for to win her hand. Yeah. Like, she gets this necklace that is, like, these three bears kind of twined together. But that might only go so far back as, well, your dad, you know, fought that big bear once. So now that's a family trait. But was it before? And that bear is a bear that the witch created. Like, is there any bear significance outside of her? Is this all because, like, that's just her favorite animal and there's something about her that has just permeated the setting and all of these tiny little you can't even all see and connect. Mm -hmm. And it's bears just because that lady likes bears. Yeah, it, that that might be it. She just like happens to like him. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. I and again, I we have a lot of questions, but it's perfectly fine that the movie does not stop and also think about the things we're thinking about. Like I said, it yeah. set its sights on something. Exactly. It, it, it went. For it. it didn't need to do anything else. Exactly. Um. Let's go ahead and start talking about this whole Pixar theory thing. Yeah, you'd mentioned that you wanted to talk about this. So I did like a little watch bit, a yeah. video before we I started recording. It's one of those things I when I watched the movie, I I didn't notice anything. I know that Pixar likes to hint at things from time to time. Yeah, and like I, it has a lot of Easter eggs. Like you see in the wood carvings in the witch's little shop, she's got a wood carving of Sully and a wood yeah. carving of the Pizza Planet truck from Toy Story. Yeah. Which is stuff that I didn't notice the first time. 
and they're hard to spot they are yeah but i've had them pointed out to me um but i it, it was one of those things that like after watching i i saw it on the internet somewhere oh, sure. it, was, it was like oh my god they're all connected here's this wild theory um and i i'm sure there's a million videos and stuff out there now but apparently the guy that kind of put it all together is this guy named john negroni uh, yes. who now has a book out on <laughs> on, yeah, on the, whole, I, the whole thing yeah and before we get started i watched a video from the super carlin brothers okay this, yeah and they had like a really long like they made a video in like 2012 this big long video that outlining the, the pixar same theory. family that does hardcore history that pop podcast oh no no Dan no, I think that's, hard, no that's a different history. carlin <laughs> no no these the are hardcore pixar history these are different boys Im- and they imagine, put out a new imagine dan carlin doing an episode on the history of P- pixar and the whole like timeline of all of those that films. sounds fun <laughs> The, the, they made a video ages ago and then would release these little supplements like, okay, we have a new movie out. This is how it fits in. And they made a video like mm-hmm. last summer, just after Incredibles 2, where it's like, okay, here's another everything up to date so far, the entirety of the Pixar theory and how everything fits together. And Brave is a major linchpin in that. Yeah, it's kind of the centerpiece. Yeah, so it's the theory is that all of the Pixar movies are connected and all take place in one world where there has been all the way from the good dinosaur in the past to Wally in the future. And it's about like mm-hmm. animals rise and fall and humans rise and fall and then like machines rise and, the and all along the rise way. And- <laughs> <laughs> woman inherits the earth. And then um and like humans are continually seen as the source of like life, you know, in monsters, Inc. Like they harvest the screams. Then later they harvest the laughs from kids to fuel their city. You know, the toys feel alive because the kids believe in them in Coco. Like you only exist in the afterlife as long as a living person still remembers you. And it all sort of comes. I watched, I just watched a video on this before we got started. And even like five minutes in, I'm like, okay, all right, this is too much for for me to tackle right now. Like, I only have so much energy left. I have to save it for actually recording and not trying to piece together this thing. So I I don't 100% have this thing. I think long story short, yeah, the the start of it was the good dinosaur Mm -hmm. where you get the scene where a meteor looks like it's about to hit the earth and kill the dinosaurs, but it misses the earth. So this is... The alternate timeline in which yes. all of the Pixar movies take place. Um, and yeah, it goes on to be this alternate what if the d- dinosaurs lived a little bit longer, eventually humans came, um, and eventually we get to the p- point where, yeah, we have to leave Earth because we're terrible and we destroyed the planet and mega corporations, this B&L Corporation, mm-hmm. I think their name is By and Large. By and Large, yep. Is, yeah, they, they end up running this mega corporation that runs these governments and all this stuff. And we shoot out, out into space. And then 
like while we're out in space a lot of the robots we left behind become sentient but they Mm -hmm. die out because there's a shortage of gasoline i guess because there's no more people drilling the oh i I don't know but at some point you know humans become cars all kinds of stuff brave fits in with with this as they this theory kind of posits that the witch in brave is actually boo from monsters inc and that's why she's obsessed with bears because sully is a bear-like figure to her Mm -hmm. and where did he where did they meet each other he came in through a door and she went through the door and found this magical world so that's why she like can change out whatever is in her little hut just based on opening and closing the door trying to find him Mm -hmm. against it which is also a really sad tale that eventually one day he had to stop right he had to stop coming Mm -hmm. and she's just like what the hell dude and this (laughs) her entire life she's trying to find him and stuff like that but then it also i mean sure this theory is not without its plot holes and and yeah, stuff like yeah. that yeah and you know it's definitely it's, it's not that, intentional like, if she can time travel why doesn't yeah. she just go back to the time yeah. when Soli was visiting her and yes. be like hey dude this is me from the future i'm an old woman now i've been looking for you your entire life mm-hmm. what the hell <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just think it's, 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 it's a really fun theory. It's a really fun idea that all of this is kind of connected. And it's definitely one of those things that is not intentional. Like most theories about things on the internet. No, the creators didn't plan that. No, this isn't real, but it is fun to kind of put these puzzle pieces together and sort of build that, you know, tie the red string around things and, you know, figure it out. See yeah. how it could come together. Exactly. And that's why it's called a theory. It's entirely theoretical. It's just fun. I've never been very invested in it. I think this, I knew the general concept of the thing mm-hmm. that I read years ago, probably when this movie came out. And this was the first time I'd revisited it since then. Some people make a whole big deal of it. For, for me, it's just like, passing fun every once in a while it i think i mean i don't ever see pixar making this an actual oh no it's so convoluted absolutely um but i i think it would be really cool to see them acknowledge it in some way like officially like what if they did a short about about it like a a yeah pixar short where in like that guy they have a pixar equivalent in this guy's universe and he's coming up with this wild theory oh you know it's the teacher from the incredibles who like believes that dash has super speed yeah it's it's something like that but then he eventually gets hired by that that uh animation studio to make the 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 story of like mm-hmm. how 
you know, just a a story that involves that of this guy who's like, I have this theory, I have this idea, and he just looks batshit insane, right? But then they're actually mm-hmm. like, you're actually right. You should come work for us and tell that story. <laughs> you uh, yeah, you figured it out. In fact, we'll let you. You know, I I I think that would be a neat like like good one (laughs) isn't that the plot of the new men in black like somebody (laughs) she finds men in black and they're like okay i guess we'll hire you because you found us (laughs) exactly exactly um yeah i i just i i guess i don't really have much else to say about brave or that theory it's neat you can go look it up um the guy let me pull up the website again here uh it is on he has the whole thing listed out on his website i'm sure you can i i I typed in brave pixar theory and it popped Mm -hmm. up it was like one of the top three but it's on this guy's website john negroni.com and it's Mm j-o-n j-o-h-n um but yeah, and I'm sure there's t- tons and tons of YouTube videos oh, yeah. both proving and disproving <laughs> it, I'm, I'm sure. And the, the book, I think mm-hmm. you can get for like seven bucks. So <laughs> there, there you go. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, go watch Brave. Yeah, if you I think haven't. these are our concluding go watch it with your statements. Mom. Yeah, watch it with your mom. Watch it with anybody. Watch it with a bear if you know one. I will not watch it here or there. I will not watch it with a bear. I will not watch it with my mom. I will not watch it while. <laughs> it's it is a very. I'm I'm really glad I revisited this one. Yeah. It's still, it's such a good fairy tale. Like if you're like me and you're just a big fantasy nerd, it's a mm-hmm. great fantasy story. Even if that is not the most important part of it yeah i think it is good um melissa yes it is my turn to do some pitches and i'm trying to figure out my Mm. third pitch okay this stuff i'm trying to see i gave you a a challenge or i guess a limitation this week which yeah. is that I am in a wedding next weekend, so I have a very busy week ahead of me. So I asked you to please pick short things that I could sandwich into my crowded schedule in the next couple days. Exactly. <laughs> so no okay. TV shows or you know, anything like that. Cool. Um. So that's what I'm going to do for my third one. So let me okay. close those guys out. Uh, and then let me pull up the at least the Wikipedia pages for my other two things, which are, give me one sec, I should have pulled this up a little bit earlier ago. Bum, ba, dum, bum, bum. There's that one. And then I guess I don't really need one for that one. All right. Yes. Pitching what we'll do for this next week. Mm-hmm. Short, short stuff. I have two movies and a manga, which is only one volume. Oh, like that should be a very something quick read. Pages long. So okay. uh, the first movie that I wanted to pitch uh, is called Attack the Block. <gasps> 
Yes. I haven't seen this film. I haven't seen this either. And I, I've, in podcasts past, in the first iteration mm-hmm. of this show, I think I ended up pitching it like two or three t- times and it never got picked. Paul. Um, so I am still being like, I want to watch this, but I want to talk about it with someone. This is a... <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's a sci-fi comedy horror film done mm-hmm. in this really interesting style, um, and it stars John Boyega, uh, mm-hmm. who is now in all the Star Wars films. I'm almost certain this is the film that put him on the map to yeah. get him in the, the Star Wars films. Um, but from what I understand, it is this, uh, let's see, the film centers on a... T- a teenage street gang who who have to is that right who have to defend i guess that's right not has to that has to whatever they have to defend themselves (laughs) from predatory alien invaders on Mm -hmm. a council estate in south london on guy fox night remember remember oh november oh yeah Uh, i didn't know that was part of it i know guy fox night was an ingredient in the story i did not know that either i'm looking at the or maybe i did because it was years ago that this Mm -hmm. came out um but yeah i always thought this looked neat it it looked like a a sweet little sci-fi indie film that i wanted the monsters are real cool looking the the monsters are almost pitch black except for their eyes so they look almost 2d yeah it's this weird effect where there's like no light on on Mm. them it looks neat so that is attack the block um starring john boyega Mm. that's pitch number one Mm -hmm. pitch number two is an animated movie of the dc comics variety Mm. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Woohoo! This is uh often considered one of the best Batman movies, yes, period. This is what I have heard. Um I I I own I think the DVD of this, if not the Blu-ray. I'm not sure which one. Um but yeah, it is a Batman st- story from that is like a spin-off of the Batman the mm-hmm. animated series. Uh, there's a new villain that comes to t- town, and it is this specter. It is this phantasm, yeah. um, and Batman is haunted by by this v- villain who apparently knows him and knows who he is. I believe, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I've not watched this in a long, long t- 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 time. So he has to figure out who it is, um, and yeah, it's one of those things. Despite it being an animated film there's a lot of people that consider this to be one of the best batman films out there yeah so i i say that is worth talking about at some point pitch number three however Mm -hmm. is the manga um so we've covered a couple at you you and i have at least done one or two things of satoshi khan's Yes. He also does manga. He has a mm. c- couple of manga. There's one that I've had on like my list of potential things to do. This one is called Tropic of the Sea. Okay. And it says Yosuke's family has a strange tr- tradition. Once every 60 years, they receive an e- egg 
from a mermaid. When the egg matures, his family uh, dutifully returns it to the sea, where the whole process is repeated. In Mm -hmm. exchange for this favor, the mer people bless his coastal town with bountiful catches of fish and calm seas. So I don't I I I What's know What's the conflict in this story? I, it, that just it might like just be nice like situation. it might be a slice of life. There might not be, be much yeah. of a c- c- conflict here, which is funny you ask that because I <laughs> I know Satoshi Kon's work for usually being this like reality bending Yeah. Like what is going on here? There's some c- kind of twist or heavy like mm-hmm. just like mind fuck. Um, and yep. I, I, I don't know. I've not heard much about this. I don't know if it's bad or good, but it is a manga by one of my favorite creators, uh, that I want to check out. And yeah, this one struck me as odd because it didn't seem like there was much of a yeah. twist or what a reality bending thing. There might just be a slice of life. So pitch number one was attack the block. Pitch number two was Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And pitch number three was Tropic of the Sea by Satoshi Kon. Uh, it's about time both of us watch Attack the Block. Because we were just talking about it so much, still having not seen it. Like, yeah. I've heard about this thing for ages. Like, it's All time right. to really watch it with my own two eyes. Hell yeah. I think that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um. So we, I was, I was gonna say we recorded this episode at a d- different time than yes. normal. I, it's looking. Are, are we gonna have to record at a different time next week? Is that? I, I, I know you're busy, which is why we pitch these short. Like, let's just watch one movie, or we. Yeah, really yeah. Uh, I took another look at the wedding itinerary, and it doesn't go as late as I thought. I as I thought it did, but it is like an entire twelve-hour day for me. Ooh, yeah. Where one of my bridesmaid duties is playing a drinking game at the reception in front of everybody. So who, <laughs> so I, I and I told you this, like, I don't know if 11 a.m. the next day is going to be great for me. So yeah. this may be another nighttime record for us. Sure. Uh, and then we be, skipped it today because it was Mother's Day. Yeah, I was going to say be on the lookout on Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll, mention, we'll keep you posted. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to jo- 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 join the, the live stream, patreon.com slash the whatnots, and you can join for $1 a month we post the link to all of the stuff in our discord uh in our discord server on the patron only channel uh so you guys can get involved that way but uh the episode will come out on the normal time of wednesdays so there you go uh melissa where can they find you on the magical interwebs you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I already mentioned our Twitter, which is at the Whatnots. Yeah. Um, you guys can go keep up to date with all of our podcasts, not just this one. Again, be on the lookout for that Detective Pikachu yes. spoiler cast. 
uh go like share subscribe sell your soul hit the bell hit someone else you don't know who knows um <laughs> uh that being said let's get out of here yeah this has been episode 57 of the whatnots review show we will see you guys next time adios bye <laughs>